This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. We are going to talk about clearing space and owning your power in your own home. Vera from Rockland County is a listener I know. We met years ago at a radio appearance. We found each other again on Facebook and then suddenly I see she's turned up on the Dr. Oz show with a story about spirits in her house. It all started the very first day she moved in. I was moving some boxes, and it was kind of late at night. It was about 11 p.m., and we were moving in from, like, 6 in the morning. So, you know, it was like a long day. And as I was coming down the stairs with um, boxes, bringing them into, you know, the downstairs, I fell, so I grabbed onto the railing, but I was still forcefully thrusted forward as as if I were pushed. So I said, maybe... It's my crew, my fiancé, and his cousins and his friends that are helping us. I thought somebody was behind me and, like, pushed me inadvertently, accidentally. But no, that wasn't the case. So that was the first incident. Did you think then that that was a ghost or a spirit? I was really, like, questioning. I said this was not quote-unquote normal. How many things like that had to happen before you called a priest in? I would say about four instances or so with glass breaking, shattering in that same spot where I twisted my ligament, then the uh, TV's going on and off. But it was the biggies, like like that forceful push. And the more I thought about it, I wasn't second-guessing myself. I said, I am not a panicky person, but that, you know, that just was, it was out of the ordinary. That wasn't just a flaw. Were you able to sleep that night, or did you go to bed thinking, I just bought this house and I think there's something wrong? First, I said, my first thoughts were, well, I'm overtired. And I said, yeah, but you didn't just fall. That was too forceful for just the fall. I was kind of too busy to think about it, but I was also in in pain, so I couldn't sleep. You know, I loved the house. So in that same area, in the stairwell, Joe had put up some glass, some ornamental glass? No, the ornamental glass was already there. It was glass tiles that were, I guess, cemented or glued. It was already there. It loosened and it fell, breaking into many shards of glass. Right, and then he put up new glass panels. Yes. And, and they the fell. same thing. He did possibly twice, I think. And then he said, wait a minute. Joe is a perfectionist. And he did a good job, I'm sure. He wouldn't have used glue or an adhesive that wasn't strong enough. So I didn't question his craftsmanship at all. And yet it fell again. You get pushed down the stairs. Two times or three glass panels fall from a wall. The TV goes on by itself in the middle of the night. Your grandkids' toys, they also start talking when no one's yes. around. 
around. And yes. then there was the time Joe was on the couch. And he was thinking, maybe I'm overtired, whatever. He woke up, he fell asleep downstairs in that fireplace room. Something woke him up just suddenly, so he's looking around. And then he felt a punch in his backside. He said, no, that was an eye-opener, because as he looked around, nothing, nobody was around. Right. So now we've got Joe on board. You think something freaky's going on now. He says, yes. okay, I'm with you. And then you find out that there was a murder and a killing mm-hmm. in this house. So the yes. homeowner was murdered and the grandson yes. who murdered him was shot by police. When did you find that out? Before my fall, as we were moving the boxes in, like on one of the trips back and forth, up and down, a neighbor caught me in the yard. She planted the seed and told me, you bought this house? She, she said there was a murder here that took place. Well, like, first, oh. uh, first, Vera, I just have to yes. say, that is one nosy neighbor. Yes. She yes. she should not yes. have said that to you. I mean, in a way, I'm glad you did get the information. But what a yes. lousy thing to do for a neighbor to say this as you're moving in. Absolutely. And I took it with sort of a grain of salt because I didn't know this woman from Adam. And I said, there are a lot of people out there with ulterior motives. Maybe they didn't want me to move in. They wanted privacy or whatever. And I said, I don't even know if it's true. I took it with a grain of salt. So after she tells you this, then you get pushed down the stairs, which now you yes. you know you were pushed down the stairs. Yes. And then yes. the series of events happen, and then you call the priest in to bless the house. And what does he say? I'm of the Russian and Greek Orthodox faith, so they come in, they don't say much. It's basically like a blessing, and you go from room to room, and you say prayers. He's reciting prayers, and I'm following him around. And then uh, he gives me the prayer book, and then I'm reciting prayers as well, and then he takes it back and he's saying more prayers. So he really didn't say much. But in this one room that where the window came slamming down on my fingers, he just kept looking back at me, you know, like with the almost like a perplexed look or something. And I was just like, I thought he was going to say something. He didn't. So he turned around and gave you a look. Did you ever say, you know, some crazy stuff went down in here, Father? Oh, I did. I said something could have possibly happened in this house because I did give him a heads up of what I heard. And then I did some research you know, on the computer, and I did find a New York Times article. So I did make him aware of the situation, so he kind of made a rush on it to come to the house. Did the priest give any indication that he felt... No, 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 because we have, like, our faith is sort of, like, reserved, and he was a very quiet priest. He didn't say much. He just smiled a lot and just said, God bless you. But he really didn't divulge anything. All right, well, uh, you know, God bless this man, but I'm putting him in the same category as your neighbor. Because your neighbor maybe shouldn't have spoken up that day, Yes. But the priest maybe should have. Maybe yeah. should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my maybe religion. Should've. I'm like, yeah, that's the way like I was raised. God bless them both. Maybe your angels were protecting you and she gave you the information you needed to stay yes. there. And also maybe he holding yes. back if he felt anything at all, maybe that was for the best too. So all right. Yes. I take away my judgment. Now, so you're living mm-hmm. in this house, you know what's happened, freaky things are happening. Did you ever yes. have a moment where you thought, I have got to get out of here? You know what? No way. This is my house. I loved it so. It drew me to it. It was a retreat, like in the countryside, yet close to the highways and the roadways and work. And it just, like, I knew that this was the house for me. 
And I'm not going to let anybody, once I make up my mind or find something, I'm not going to let anything interfere with that. But I'm going to find resolution and a way to stay here. But this is my house now. I obviously was very selective, and I like this house, and I like the price. And, And you know, I always like to step back and take a wide angle, too, and say maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe... You know, the greater angels knew that you would come to this house and bring resolution and free these two souls. Yes. And and Casey, I prayed to God for the right house for my grandchildren because I was renting an apartment and I wanted this house later in life. I did have one earlier prior to my divorce, but this I wanted it for my children. And I prayed for the right house and the right dog to come into the right house. And I feel my prayers were heard. So that gives you some solace. You think you're in the right house and you're going to do what you need to do. So then you get this call from Dr. Oz. You go on his show talking about this kind of thing. And you know, I share this with you. Uh, My (laughs) neighbors let me know after I moved into my house that there was a suicide on the front lawn. Yeah. Oh, in your house? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. And do you experience anything like no. similar? Or? I do no, not. You don't. Yeah. But, you yes, know, you're open to I got the holy water everywhere. <laughs> yes, me too. No, me too. And I have that always. Yeah. And and I pray that that soul is no longer yeah. in pain, you know. Right, so, right. Um, so, well, that's what I wanted to help. And then I said, if there is a soul or two here that are still behind, I want to help them cross over. Dr. Oz mm-hmm. has you on a show. You tell his story along with Barbara Corcoran, the great real estate agent, talking about, yes. you know, it's buyer beware. People don't have to tell you before you buy the house in New York State. And then Dr. Oz hooks you up with uh, someone who helped a lot. Tell us that story. He sent the psychic to the house by the name of Anna Raimondi. So she came and she did a walkthrough and she was immediately drawn to down the stairs. She said there's energy in this house, but she feels the strongest energy is down here, down these stairs, down she went as we followed her she ended up taking a left turn into the fireplace room where joe felt the punch in his back she felt dizzy a little bit she said this is where it happened she said this is where it happened i see blood everywhere over here i see blood in this room there's screaming there's a lady screaming there's a man an older man saying no don't do it don't do it she said that he didn't die right away he was just bleeding there's so much blood here i said there was a murder here and i said that a grandfather got shot so she said yes and there's a younger man there's a younger man with the gun that is chasing him down the stairs, got him here, and he's shot. He's going down, he's going down, but he's witnessing. He's witnessing a lot of screaming and his grandson running throughout the rooms, running. There's chaos. He doesn't die right away. He's trying to cling on, and he's still here. She followed the energy through the sliding doors right outside of that room, out into our backyard. Then she goes, oh, oh, and she's holding her head again. There's a lot of energy here. I feel pain. She said, this is where he was. This is where he went down. He went down. She said, he was, oh, what did I do? What did I do? There's blood everywhere here, too. There's blood everywhere, all over the yard. And there was snow because it was the end of February, and it was actually a warm February day, but yet there was snow. It it snowed a couple days before. As I came out there, I told her, well, this is where there was a standoff. I I said, there was a standoff in the backyard. She was, yes, I feel it. It's right here, right here. She said, well, he's afraid. Richard is 
afraid to go to the light because he feels such guilt for what he had done. He does not want to face consequences. And the grandfather, she said the older man, she said the older man that doesn't want to leave without him and is still in dismay saying, how could you have done this to me? How could you have done it? But I see them together now. They are holding hands because she was um, closed her eyes and meditating and she asked them to go, that it's okay. She's giving them permission to go to the other side and that there's God and there's light and there's peace and love on the other side. So uh, she said they're holding hands now. They're holding hands, and they are going. They are going. And just as she said that, my ankle gave out, like, and I almost fell, but I lost my footing. And she said, they're letting you know they're gone. They went. And just then, the sun came out. It was like a cloudy, overcast day. And the sun came out for about five minutes, and then it went back into hiding. And I really believe that they, that they did go. I really, truly believe they did. The dogs now go into the room where they refuse to go. And I just feel at peace. I don't have anybody like looking at night over my shoulder. I had that feeling all the time. And my cats used to whimper a lot. The dogs too would be restless, but uh, I don't get that for the last couple days. That's Vera from Rockland County, recently featured on the Dr. Oz Show. She had a professional come to her house and help some spirits move on. If you need this in your home, have I got a girl for you. You'll meet the Hudson Valley's Dr. Stacy Lamar next. Shine On is brought to you by CBD Live Natural, inside Custom Candle Co. in Bedford Hills, the Westchester, and the Stamford Town Center. At CBD Live Natural, their goal is to bring their customers the best all-natural products. There is a solution to change your quality of life that will help you live naturally without prescription drugs, which means you'll feel your best. CBD aids with health issues from fibromyalgia to anxiety, joint pain and eczema, acne, and so much more. The staff at CBD Live Natural really know their products, which helps them determine what's best for you, from oils and lotions and creams to candles, edibles, and even pet products. At CBD Live Natural, they don't just sell the products, they're consumers just like you. So you can trust them to recommend the best all-natural products to help you live natural and feel great doing it. CBD Live Natural stores can be found in Bedford Hills, the Westchester Mall in White Plains, and the Stanford Town Center in Stanford, Connecticut. Or you could shop online at their website anytime. CBDLiveNatural.com Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. Our first guest was Vera from Rockland County, who was recently featured on the Dr. Oz Show. After she moved into a home with windows slamming and glass breaking, she felt to push. Her fiancé felt to punch. The dogs wouldn't go into some of the rooms. And that has all changed since Dr. Oz sent a professional to her home who clears houses. Well, we have one of those right here in the Hudson Valley. Dr. Stacy Lamar of The Source NY in Poughkeepsie. Vera may not have realized it, but she did a lot right in her case. She claimed her space and did not want to leave. And in fact, she wanted to help facilitate a clearing. Dr. Stacy Lamar says there is no one-size-fits-all recipe for this type of situation. 
Some people are going to immediately go to try to put it off as coincidence, and then other people are going to want to maybe call it demon or dark, and some people are going to just call it energy. So feeling something unusual in your house, some people might feel like it's a passing of a loved one, somebody that's hanging around them. So it really depends on what's the question that they're coming with. I've heard people say that they've been alone in their house and felt like someone was watching them. Is that a thing? It's absolutely possible. People have to learn to trust their instincts. So if you feel like something is keeping an eye on you or there's a presence around you, chances are you're right. That's my opinion. Sometimes people want to dismiss it as, you know, you tell a friend that doesn't believe that, they're going to think you're crazy. Oh, you know, you're just, you're over-exaggerating. It might be your spouse says, yeah, that's, yeah, whatever, and dismisses you. But, you know, if you have this feeling that there's a presence around you or you feel like you might be being watched, then that's something And when somebody tells me that, I, I'm going to respect that and I'm going to try and, and dig a little further and see if I can't tap into what's going on. Is this an energy or is this an entity? Depends. It could be either or. It could be both, I would suppose. But um, absolutely, uh, it could be an, just an energy, a shadow of whatever's been going around in, the, in that space previous to or some kind of culmination of shadow from people. Or, yeah, it could be something that is, actually, you know, is a spirit, is a loved one that's crossed over or somebody that's been a presence in that house before. But they didn't cross all the way over. Right. When you feel someone watching you or when you sense, have a sensation that there's energy in your house that isn't part of your family. Before we call you, is there anything we can do? Uh, sure, there's a lot of things you can do. I think the most important thing to remember is that that's your space. So if you own that home, you're living in that home, you rent it, whatever apartment, it doesn't matter. That's your space and you have the right to claim that space. So, you know, there are steps to claim that space. People can use sage, they can use holy water, they can use oils over the doorways. There are ways to clear out an energy um, to create a new space, a new beginning within that space that is yours and it's often effective where will the energy go you know depending on your beliefs for my personal beliefs it's going to go out into the universe it's going to join the universe it's going to leave that space and i always try to head it toward the light and that light depends on what your belief system is it could be jesus it could be buddha it could be allah it doesn't matter i send it to the light wherever that light is for that being and in vera's case you know it was confirmed to her by someone like you that the situation that had happened between a grandfather and a grandson where the the grandson murdered the grandfather and then the police shot the grandson that the energy was sort of it just kept repeating itself in a loop because they didn't really want for this to happen this terrible situation and the energy still existed within the home the energy of their struggle still existed within the home until someone helped this energy to move on so how do you do that do you go from house to house or can you do it on the phone? How do these things work? I've done it both ways. I haven't had to do it on the phone directly, but I have set up a time to do it remotely. But I have been in person in you know people's homes also. So it really depends on the circumstances and what I'm comfortable with doing based on what the information is I'm receiving from the other side of you know what's going on in that space. So I can do it remotely um, where we just tap in and I say I'm going to be doing this at this time and I tell the family, instruct the family, you know this is what I expect from you. This is what I'm asking from you. And and if I do in person, then I will have the family join if, if need be. Okay. So let's say you're going to have the family with you. What would it look like? If the family 
family's with me, I try to get the people that are the key players to the circumstances. Because if the family's with me, I want them to be, it has to be the people that are in charge of that house or trying to clear out that house. And I help them to be the ones that are involved in removing whatever does not belong, giving them their voice, their power, so that they can command that, that entity or that shadow out of their space. So we'll walk through the rooms, room for room. We will use the Orosoma products I use or Sage to help clear. Have them open windows and I have them repeat after me whatever their faith base is. They have to use their power and they have to have their voice. That's right. what really helps it to happen. I walk around my house now stomping my feet saying, this is my space. Get out. If you are are not love or above, get out. <laughs> you know, it's important to do that. We're in such a high vibration energy world these days anyway. We're so connected to technology. There's so much shadow around us that things can come around you and, and I want to say attached to you, but not in a demonic kind of an attachment, just like this kind of stick to you in a way that it's almost like getting gum on your shoe and you just want to get it off your shoe. You just have to release it out. You don't want anything to settle in your space that does not belong. Now let me say too, you mentioned sage and orosoma products. People use crystal. These things aren't magic wands. You actually have to put your intention into the products, yes? Most definitely. The orosoma has its vibration and it has its attunement to the light, but if the person using the product does not have any good intention, if they're not using it for the higher good, it will not work. It will not connect with them. And the same thing with any of the other products. If your intention is not in light, you can't expect an outcome that's going to be of light. And if you're just light and sage and running around the house with it, that's not helping either. It may make you feel better. It's not for me to decide. If it makes you feel better and the house seems clear, then God bless, it's all good. Right. I'm not going to make a decision based on that, that it's not good enough. I, I have no reason to say that. When I use sage, I, I try to use it mindfully with an intention. Right. And I guess, working I guess with intention, you could use anything you wanted that created an energy of movement forward. Your intention is most important, but to have something that's attuned to clearing out shadow just really pumps it up, right? It amplifies it. So Sage will amplify your intention. The products that I use through Orosoma will amplify that intention because they are attuned and they vibrate. Crystals, same thing with the crystals, right? Holy water will amplify that intention. Did you ever experience anything with the paranormal? Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I had three entities that were in my home, and the mentor that has now crossed over, Helene Olson, God bless, um, she was my mentor, helping me when I was starting to come into my re- understand the abilities that I had from childhood that I had pushed aside for many years. She helped me to clear out our home. She scheduled time with me and she helped clear out my home with my husband and my intention to make sure that, that you know that we were doing what she was asking us to do. She lived in Massachusetts and we had an amazing clearing of our house and she was the one that I worked with very closely um, up until her passing to hone my own skills and abilities and to tap into the current channeling abilities that I have now. These entities, were they a group? I had uh, just a, a couple people that were kind of walking around in my basement that would just wander and meander in a circle in my basement. And I had a, another shadow that was just going up and down the steps of my hallway, just going up and down, up and down repetitively. We're talking to Dr. Stacey Lamar, who, uh, you know, has a, a, her right brain and her left brain working well together. Your doctorate is in public health? Doctor of public health, yes. And you run Sadie's? Social Adult Model Day Service for Seniors in Poughkeepsie. And, you know, you also do energy work and clear out spaces if you need to. So you say to people, if you think you see something out of the corner of your eye or you, you 
feel a feeling repeatedly in your home that doesn't feel right, or you feel that someone's standing behind you watching you, what can we do in that moment? In the moment, if you have any question, then you have to stop in your spot and ask, who is here? Identify yourself. And that spirit in light should identify itself. And you can ask that same question three times. Identify yourself. Tell me your name. Tell me what you want. Ask and listen and trust your voice. You're not going to hear words necessarily that are coming out. You're not going to necessarily see a being, but in your intuition, in that inner voice that you have, the same feeling that helped you to feel that there was something around you will give you a presence of, is this good, is this kind, or is this not? Is this something that's troublesome? And you really have to learn to ask. And if you have any doubt, then reach out to a person that can do that question for you and can get the answer for you. How much trouble? can a troublesome spirit make? Oh, they can wreak havoc. You know, they can wreak havoc. And, they, and, you know, any energy that is shadow, that is dark, I hesitate to always use the word demon because it does not mean it's demonic. Just anything that's dark is going to feed off of fear. So the more fear that you have, the more energy you're giving it. So it's when you stand in your power that they really have no, they have, they lose their power because they want you to be afraid. And it's easy to be afraid of the unseen or the unknown. It's easy for any of us to be afraid of that. So you have to really learn how to stand in that power shut off the fear so that you're not feeding that energy and giving it what it wants from you. Well said. Reach out to Dr. Stacy Lamar at thesourceny.com for more. Thanks for listening to Shine On. Ten years old and still shining and right now brought to you by CBD Live Natural. Visit cbdlivenatural.com. Our thought for the day is from that great philosopher, Will Smith, who said, the only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It's a product of our imagination causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. That is near insanity. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260 and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.